Hey there, boys and girls. It's March 1st, 2015. Welcome to another episode of the Mr. McGraw Podcast. So, good job. I'm not ready. Yeah! Oh, beauty. Okay. Good day. Welcome to our single. I'm Bob McKenzie, and this is my brother, Doug. How's it going, eh? I'm not complaining about people being ready and I'm not ready. <laughs> anyway, we're ready now. And we're recording. What the hell is that? Oh. Sounds like somebody's opening gifts. <laughs> Christmas morning. In July? Wait, March. Not the point. Whatever. Anyways, what's up? How's, how's everyone doing? Um, how's your weekends? I'm alright. What? Look at the mic when you're talking. You gotta look at you each know, other. If you guys that. aren't making eye contact, we can't hear you. So that's the rule for tonight. What's up, man? I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm doing fine. How about yourself? So what's up, y'all? Welcome to the Sinus on the Ground podcast. Um, today our guests are I do I want to call you guys luggers because that just sounds so cool. Do you guys refer to yourself as it? Do you? No. Anyway, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, they're the local urban gardeners, and they're um, a group of uh, local people that are trying to do urban gardens, which is, we'll get into all of that, what the hell it is and all that, because they're super cool. People trip out. Like, we live in, in Salinas Valley, so we really don't think about vegetables not being around, because they're always around us, but really, I mean, there's people in bigger cities in different climates that have a lot harder time getting fresh food. And that makes a big deal. So anyway, we'll be getting all into all that today. And yeah, I'm, I'm looking at you too. What's up? Well, there's more to the intro. Yeah. I want to do it all. All right, That's I'll, what do I'm saying. Uh, I'll do it all. I'll do it all. Come on, you're leaving me out here on my island. You know, it's Posada's first week back. In yeah, like, uh, I'm out of it. Month. Yeah, there you go. First of all. Yeah, well, a tone for I'm that. I'm out of it, man. It's not my fault. So he's not see. used to it, and I'm not used to recording without the headphones. So I'm kind of like, what yeah, that's that's what's happening to me too. And we're in the basement. People, it sounds it's gonna sound cooler. The basement, but we're what? in the basement. Yeah, there you go. The Exo Public House. Where the only bad beer is an empty one. Yeah, yeah. No, we got it. Like, oh, we, we got it. Come on, we got it. People know that too, dude. And right now, there's a lot of. Really, really good beer. On. I mean, there always is, but right now it, it's exceptional. Oh yeah, they had IPA fest over the weekend. It was Steinbeck's birthday celebration because it wasn't just IPAs. Oh, well. There was some good stuff, but yeah, I mean, it, it it's still man. there. <laughs> this Firkin, this this uh, cask ale, is is the best. I don't remember what James gave me today, but you know, uh, Did he just hand you beer? yeah, he handed me a beer. Well, I I asked for it, but I don't know what it is. But it's delicious, though. I I've never had anything like it. It's a Firestone. I think you know what it is, right, Bolinia? Is it warm? Yeah, it's the same. I think it's the same thing. Oh yeah, got. you got what I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the Firestone unfiltered freaking cask ale. Yeah. It's cool. It's like it. I it feels like what beer was four hundred years ago when there wasn't <laughs> refrigeration. This yeah. is like what Benjamin Franklin drank at a pub. When he was like, fuck the British. <laughs> you know what? They're kind of dicks, you know? <laughs> this beer is making me think about that. Um, so anyway, yeah, before we go too far, I just want to remind everybody, if um, like us on Facebook. We we hit 500 likes yesterday. That was so cool. Um, awesome, dude. Yeah, we got like three unlikes. Shame on you. Somebody How dare you? Hey, yeah, we were so cool on there. How dare you unlike us? But anyway, we ended up at 500, which was, which was cool. 
Facebook better send me an email or something. Like, hey, 500. I've been waiting for congratulations. Uh, yeah, 500. That's all. That's 500. 500 people. That that that's pretty hard to convince people to do that. But yeah, so um, be no, be 500 plus. Uh, you can't be one of the first 500. Sorry, you're not you're not elite club like that. But you can be one of the first thousand. Um, yeah, so go ahead and do that. You can be one of the first 500 Twitter followers. Now that's hard. I don't know. Twitter followers are difficult to get. Real ones. You yeah, can get ones that, ones. yeah, that post all these freaking awesome. funny symbols and it's like, what are you? Don't retweet my stuff. You <laughs> freaking, I think you're a machine. Pretty sure they're just software somewhere. Bots, dude. Yeah, but anyway, follow us on Twitter at Selena's Podcast, uh, Instagram also at Selena's Podcast. Um, oh, iTunes, iTunes. A lot of people. <laughs> I know you guys listen on your on your freaking iPhones. <laughs> It tells me enough that uh, you guys listen on your iPhones, but you're through the website. Um, I highly suggest using iTunes. You have an account. You, you I think. Yeah. Are you forced to have one? iPhone has one, right? Like yeah. You're forced like to you're forced to have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Does anybody who has an iPhone here? Yeah. Do you have iTunes? Yeah. Okay. You have to. You have to. Right. Well, I have to what? Do you have to have I iTunes have to, to, yeah. to? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See. Because people, because again, we see our stats, and and our the most popular thing is is iPhones, yeah. but but it's using the 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 player on the phone, so they're not using iTunes, and it's like, dude, it's so much simpler through iTunes because it's you know you can pause it and rewind and all this. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, so all you, I know you, I know, I know, because we pay to see those stats. Yeah. <laughs> Just it's a lot simpler if you go through iTunes. Yeah, just and type it in, it pops out, and then it puts it on your playlist automatically. Yeah, there you, there you go. That's cool. That, yeah. So, and then to go ahead and leave a review as well, because that is, I guess that that helps us get out there more on iTunes, which is cool. Um, and then if you're on Android like a normal human being, um, <laughs> you could. Uh, we suggest the Stitcher app. That that's our uh, our favorite yeah, pod, yeah, podcasting app. Yeah, Stitcher Stitcher's great. It's um, easy, man. It's super simple. Yeah, it's super easy. They kind of get annoying uh, sometimes with their notifications. I'm like, dude, I don't care that the president of Kenya got shot or something. <laughs> I mean, wow. it, I should, but it, it's wow. like it just shows up. Like, dude, no. It doesn't mean it, any <laughs> listeners from Kenya. <laughs> We don't have any. That's why I said that. I specifically said that. We've. He didn't run fast enough. We've been. Ah, that's uh, me. That's me. Yeah. See, he made a that. It's an accurate joke, though. They're they're good marathoners. There's no. You can't deny that. That's that's not even messed up. It's like, dude, they win every marathon. They win ten k's in Castroville and shit. It's like, what are you doing? How many of you guys? You guys are fast. Um. Well, what are you guys social media? I know you guys have social media. Yeah, Instagram. You're on. In, is it the same as the Twitter? Oh, for local. Yeah, yeah. Not your personal one. I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your personal Twitter? I mean, you could go ahead and give your personal Twitter accounts as well, or Instagram if you want followers. Yeah. But yeah, uh, what 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 is it on Instagram and Twitter? So it's under uh, Selena's Lug Luggers. I believe it is under Selena's Luggers. Oh, the Twitter's Luggers. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yes. That was. Two G's. Because they're hella <laughs> So O G O G triple O G. And as well as on Facebook, it's the same. So Facebook. Salinas Luggers. If you just uh, search uh, local urban gardeners on Facebook or Twitter, it should come up. 
Okay, yeah. And it, well, I kind of want to get into the, oh, I don't know if we should get into the interview. I got all these questions already coming. But, um, well, do do your minute. Let's let's do Cujo's Metal I Minute. I don't want to because I don't have enough to talk about. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Okay, let's, let's do that. I don't care. <laughs> it will live up to its name. Yeah, no, finally. Not, it'll finally be a minute. Hate on everyone who's like, why is it more than a minute? Actually, I have no, one thing. I want, what, you want to do one? I was going to say, yeah, just jump on. No, I, I don't care. I'll, well, what should I talk about? Fool myself. Fool yourself? Yeah. You're not that cool. Um, don't. I try to be. All right, let's do it. I'm doing. You're doing your freaking minute. Yeah, yeah. Because right. you just have to. Well, let me just announce that I found you guys on Facebook, but not Instagram. <laughs> Was it? It's Luggers, right? No, that's what we're inviting. Come Go, do your minute, Cujo. I can't hear it. You got 54 seconds okay. left. Hey, how y'all doing? First of all, yeah, no sure. First of all, uh, we got Pinup Productions presents Sanos at the San Jose Rock Shop. Um, can't read my own writing. <laughs> and Memoria brought it. Carried weight. Criminals who has played in Salinas before. Tremors. Behold the desecration in spite. That's all ages. Starts at six thirty. Ten dollars. That's this Saturday, March seventh. At the Rock Shop. At the Rock Shop. Yeah, that's where Is you get a discount if you join the club. I don't know how that works. I haven't done it myself. But there's a club. Whatever. Yeah. San Jose Rock Shop, man. I, I don't, I don't know. Is it just a place that plays rock? Like just like a bar that plays rock music? No, it's. Or? I think it's literally uh, like, like a guitar fix cars and shit, and they converted it into like a yeah, like, like a, a mechanic shop. shop. Yeah, shop like a shop. I don't know. My, I'm fucking. Anyways, fucking hey. And then on Sunday, um, March eighth, we got Cold Chamber and Combi Christ. I know a few of you might know who they are. See, Daniel's making faces, man. He knows what's up. <laughs> Cold Chamber? Uh, they have Filter and... I don't know if this is American or Armenian head charge. <laughs> That's at the Regency Ballroom. Um, again, this Sunday. That's all ages, which surprised me because the Regency is... A good time, you know. But yeah, that's a uh, six. Uh, so doors open at six. Ballroom. How bad could it be, man? It's a metal show. That bad. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, that's about thirty bucks. That's all I really got. Was that, was that a minute? Was that yeah. a minute? Damn, I yeah. wonder if that was a minute. I was not paying attention at all. But it very, <laughs> very well could have been a little bit less than a minute, but it was getting there. And then what about this car show on March eighth? Any details on that? Um, Other than it's happening, no. <laughs> Do we know where? At the sports complex. I wrote it there because, yeah, I'm going to try to get a press pass to that. Oh, do it. Because that'd be funny. Like, hey, For us? <laughs> yeah. That's a, can we record there? Like, let us record at the car show, and then we'll get some dudes with their bouncy cars and have them talk about it. I'm sure they got badass stories. I just feel it. Um, bouncy cars? <laughs> that's not what I'm looking forward to. But all right. That's what they do. They're bouncy. I don't know. There's pro- Just because it's Salinas, we can't have, like, Ferraris and shit. They all got to be lowriders and... Fuck yeah, yeah, exactly. Nah, fuck no. I, would, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I would, that's exactly yeah. what I'm expecting, but that's not what it's I want. Not, <laughs> it's not the Concours de la Gons. This ain't Laguna Seca. I get it. No. <laughs> the yeah, they, they shouldn't. They don't. They even have tricked out bikes. Yeah. <laughs> With bouncy the, bikes. With the chain steering wheel and shit. <laughs> yeah, they're sick. I don't know. The, the amount of detail is crazy on those cars. Yeah, the amount of work that goes into one of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I've been watching uh, Jay Leno's Garage a bunch on YouTube. 
and he had some low riders on there and he was just going going crazy at the how he's like dude this is so detailed like and he usually takes you know like a year for a re, for a restoration and he tells the dude, well, how long did it take you to, to do this whole thing? And he's like, uh, about eight days. <laughs> and he was like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, there was like five Mexicans working on that thing for wow. eight days. Just, I can uh, see that happening. East Side is from L.A., you know, East L.A. Yeah, that's all they do. and That's their love. That's their, their passion. But yeah, Masters he, at their craft, man. That's eight days. Are. He was tripping out. In the, but, um, yeah, bouncy cars. Um, I, I want to get into, I just have one thing I want, I want to talk about that, um, on my new segment that Farini Ranch that we brought up last week, I, I did a bunch of research and yeah, I have a bunch to say about it now. Um, what the hell was her name? I don't remember her name. She, she reached Wonder out. Woman. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. Wonder Woman. Um, she reached out to us again and. And again, was more specific as to what what she was really wondering about, and I, I believe I have a bunch of answers. Have you guys heard of Farini Ranch by any no. chance? No. Um, well, get ready for this exciting talk. Wow. Um, Farini Ranch is a proposed development uh, next to Toro Park on Highway 68. Um, they're supposed to put 185 houses. A wine visitor center and a couple other, you know, commercial stuff and then a bunch of open land. Um, but her, her big concern at first when she brought it up was the, the trails, you know, that there's a bunch of trailheads that, that go into, into Fort Ord and stuff. And, and yeah, th- those are going to go away, uh, with this project. They're going to widen Highway 68 to four lanes. Up until pretty much the end of the neighborhood there right now, on the right-hand side, you know, going to Monterey. Um, pretty much through that whole area, they're going to widen it to four lanes. That little cafe, Toro Cafe or whatever, they're gonna, that's going to be a highway now. Um, so that's going to go away. And so all the trailheads as well are going to go away. All, all those where people park, you know, and, and walk along there, that, that's all going to go away. Um, so, yeah, th- th- those will be gone, but... That was long planned. Uh, that's that's the the developer's argument. It was like, dude, that that was that's been there for for fifty years. You know, we we just actually have the money now to do it. Um, but what to me is like, dude, there's already enough traffic problems on that highway, and putting more houses there isn't gonna fix it. They're gonna put another light um, there. It's like, dude, stop putting street lights on highways. That doesn't speed things up um but the one thing what i found most interesting uh personally was uh state law dictates that you have to have a certain number of cheaper houses than the market rate um usually for workforce you know type people and so this house out of the 185 they have to make 17 lower uh rate houses and I found it interesting that they found a way to tuck these houses completely separate from the rest of the development. Yeah, um, like, um, you know, in Tor- when you go to Toro Park, that the entrance, there's that little road that kind of keeps going around it and kind of hooks. Um, that that's one edge of the development. Well, on that little hook, where you know, I think it's called Road 117 or something, but 
I mean, it's where all the cool people park, so we don't have to pay to get in. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that little road that hooks there, that's where they're going to put the 17 um, below market rate houses. And, and it's just, I, I don't know, to, I, I find this interesting because this is how I say how, in, how I don't want to say create ghettos in this country. Um, that seems kind of like, like harsh language, but, but it's interesting how. But that. Yeah, well, well, that sometimes there's like there's neighborhoods that are just bad, and people like to you know, or certain people like to blame the residents of of those areas, and it's like, well, look at what actually created them, you know? It's not bad people. If you think people are just born bad, well, you're wrong. You know, you can go ahead and believe that, but that's just wrong. Um, but then you look at the history of this country of how you know we, we did do our housing and. It, segregation is is still very much a part of our society but not in not with signs and stuff and it's not again it's gotten so much better because again it's not we don't have you know we all got beer at the same bar yeah. <laughs> you know we all don't have separate bars and all this stuff you know so it, it's not as bad as it is but it's interesting when when you see this type of thing because um i was looking at uh, just picturing developments here in, in salinas i brought a creek bridge um, Creek Bridge, the same thing. That they they have to follow these same rules. Um, right across the street from Alvarez, there's the, the four story apartment complexes, these gray, just prison looking like apartments, you know, and it just stands out completely from the rest of the neighborhood. And that's their way of following the law of, of the market rate housing, or I mean below market rate housing. And but again, it just concentrates it and and divides it. You know, it it just, it just creates divisions in the neighborhoods or um, the apartments behind what is now Walmart, that what used to be Home Depot. That there's a small section of apartments there, and there's literally a dead end or, or you know a wooden thing dividing the neighborhood. Like it, it, it's so amazing to me how it it it's literally the, the the single family homes that that are. You know, more expensive than, than the apartments. Literally, put a fence. You know, saying that's your yeah yeah that's your side. This is our side. And again, it doesn't literally say that, but that's what you're saying. You, you, you know, the that, implication. The, the, yeah, the implication to use always sunny joke. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it. it I. I like. I'm not gonna lie. I like the wine visitors center idea because. I like Napa. Napa is such a cool place. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Napa Valley, but I mean, it is for the rich. You do, you feel out of place. You, you, you feel out, it's like a $15 burgers everywhere. And you're like, ah, but, um, <laughs> yeah, well, you, you could, you just, you pay it, but that you're McDonald's like, is they right. know I you, it. they yeah. know that you're like, you're, that's not your life. Is you that know, state law? Like, you open a McDonald's every so often. So there's no McDonald's in Napa. Never mind. All right. No. Um, but yeah, and so it's just so nice. It just it's such a, a fun, fun environment. It's such a different thing, and and wine is another one, just like craft beer. You know that it's all this effort that goes into it. Um, so yeah, I would I would like to see River Road kind of uh, be a version of that, not all the way because a lot of traffic in Napa. There's a lot of people. Um, but yeah, so I like the the wine visitors idea, but there's already enough houses. On 68. And I already pictured, they're going to put those houses there, and 15 years down the road, they're going to be complaining that there's traffic during an event at Laguna Seca. And it's like, dude, 
the racetrack was there before the house. You can't complain about traffic. Oh, you know, like, God, I don't know. They, they, it, that's what, like, dude, the racetrack is so much older than all those houses, and people complain about the traffic all the time. What did you think? What did you think? Um, so, yeah, I, I just wanted, wanted to uh, get into that really quick before before we talk into to your stuff because she had brought it up, and I kind of wanted to explain a little bit more what I saw and what I felt. I mean, when I saw that, the, the seven, the 17 houses, it was so funny. I mean, these big lots, these big lots on the hill, and they're like, you know, over a quarter acre each. And, and then all of a sudden there's this tiny lot just divided into squares. And it's like, what the hell is that? <laughs> you know, it, it even said parcel E, like it, it just, it just stuck out, you know, like this is weird. What is this? And I zoom in and I Google parcel E it's like, holy shit, there are 17 houses that are below market rate. And they, they bunched them all right here. And that's so crazy. So crazy. They literally put a, a park in between them and the rich people. Like, I don't know. That, that's, that's insane. But yeah, I, I just had to, to bring that up because I, I think that's, that's amazing. That's, that's crazy. And that's things that we don't really talk about or see anymore. And we think they're gone. But they're very much still there. Well, I almost fucked my lip up. With the mic, <laughs> but anyway, let's get uh, let's get into uh, our, our our guest here. I'm sure you guys are anxiously waiting there, like, what the hell are you guys talking about? But um, <laughs> and and I have a bunch of questions. You know, the local well, again, we got the local urban gardeners here, and well, c- first of all, can we get your names? Yeah, I guess Some, they go around yeah. the table here. Daniel, uh, Leo, Lethe, with a Y. Jamie. <laughs> Say Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like I'm gonna stop it before it starts. <laughs> okay, well, um so the local urban garden, I mean I'm sure some people or a lot of people have some idea of what an urban garden might be. Um there's so many jokes there, <laughs> but people don't get the humor sometimes. Yeah. So we'll just stay away from them. Everybody knows what they are though. Um, is it weed? I think it's weed. No. <laughs> no, it's like that Hannibal Burris joke where he talks about urban. I mean, urban like I live in a city, not urban like black, like white people use it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, so, again, your idea is to set up gardens within the city. Um, and are the, where, are they for the community? Or are they you know community-based or are they for profit? Or what is it? In your own words, what is local urban gardeners? Come on, come on. That that's Don't you have to shy. expect this question. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm like Dan Rather right here, but I'm, I feel like that's a softball. Um, so basically, we started, and we're just a group of people from Salinas, and uh, we uh, we want to start. It's going to be really. It's going to be a community garden for the neighbors and the community. Uh, people who can't grow their own food in their homes or they just don't have property or space to grow anything. And then we want to have raised beds for them, and then we also want it to be about the kids as well because it's at Natividad Creek Park, and it's the center of Alisal School District, and, you know, we can we can really teach kids about nature and the environment. So we're going to do a learning lab for ages 8 and up and then a children's garden for children to just discover nature and explore and find bugs and all that. Yeah, that that's super cool because I I was lucky. I went to Fremont uh, up until fourth my fourth fourth my fourth grade, up until fourth grade, and 
they had a raised bed uh, garden and stuff, and so I knew about worms and composting and all that stuff since I was little, and it, it never went away. It was always, it always, you know, there's always a patch of dirt somewhere, even in the den- densest city. I mean, it, I trip out sometimes when you're in San Francisco and you're like, why is there so many trees? Like, like when you look at, at a, you know, a picture from far away, you don't see it, but when you're like actually walking around the streets, it's like, dude, it, there's patches of dirt everywhere, you know, that there's potential for food growth everywhere um but yeah it's so cool that that you're you're focusing on the kids and stuff because again i have personal experience and that always stuck with me and yeah gardening is awesome i I like it um so you you've been mentioning nativity crack nativity creek park uh creek creek and park together make crack yeah um it's another way (laughs) yeah it's another way to do it not like the rappers um, but you've been mentioning the park uh, since I met you a couple months ago. Um, is there plans to expand it other than Natividad Creek Park, or is Natividad Creek like you just want to keep working on there and keep building on that and making that one nicer? Or well, we've discussed other projects. Um, a lot of our group members are really skilled in a lot of different areas, and they have a lot of different passions that we could always follow and pursue. Um, but we wanted to start with the garden and to show everybody that we can do this and, and, and that we can do it well and that we can teach the kids and 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 hopefully others will catch on and, and start doing it themselves. Um, and then if all goes well, then we'll probably do more. Yeah. And does um, do any like does any who has the gardening background? Why why gardening? Who like did anybody go to school for that or? Where where did that idea come yeah. from? Yeah, because I mean I like it. I'm just curious. You're the gardener. <laughs> yeah, he, um, you're you're nodding, but this is on tape. <laughs> <laughs> we can't hear your nod. Yeah. What is a tape? Yeah. Oh, digital. I don't there know. Well, I think we all have like a interest in gardening. Uh, I especially uh, started gardening because I had an injury and I really couldn't do much. Uh, I could barely like. Uh, walk um, so I started like working outside with my grandfather because my grandfather has, uh, is just like really into that so I worked with him and I got really into it and then it just became a hobby and it just like took flight from there now I'm like going to Hartnell and doing the ag program and uh, you know just doing it I guess yeah, I'm uh, Nike over here, calm down. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, that's like, that's my, uh, that's how I like got into it. And then uh, Letty asked me to jump on board because uh, I guess she overheard that I was like really into it. So uh, I had this like idea in mind where I was going to like produce food from my uh, backyard and just like, give to the homeless you know I didn't know how I was going to go among that but yeah. it's funny that like as I was doing that as, a, as I was thinking of that like uh, I encountered Letty and then she asked me to if I was like interested in doing this and I, I jumped on board and it's it's been cool it's been fun and how long ago was that when uh, you, you encountered her yeah oh okay yeah, so, oh, so that's going to be two years you know, well depending on the month yeah it's going to be two years now yeah, it's been a while. It's, I mean, it's politics. 
the law of politics. So like, yeah, you know, all that stuff just like runs slow. Don't get him started. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, um, well, how did it all start? I mean, so 2013, you guys met up, but is that when it all started? And who, who founded it? Who was person number one? Who's I? Who planted the seed? Watch out! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's uh, Letty. Letty was the one who like uh, kind of had this like big vision, and uh, she just, uh, I guess, like gathered the people for it, and. Now here we are, two years later. Well, then, how did the idea come to you, Lethe? Did you like see it, watch it, see a documentary or commercial, or it just come, come to, to you? you? In a, yeah, yeah, in a dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, did you talk to a burning bush? <laughs> um, actually, I, sometimes I actually wonder where that idea originated from, but it it just started really slow. Um, you know, I started with one plant, and I have kids, and I started to see the interaction between my kids and being outside and working at the dirt and a couple, you know, and I started doing research and studying about plants and learning about how to grow stuff and I just thought like, why didn't anybody teach me this? Like, in yeah. my 20s, like why didn't yeah. anybody tell me like I could grow my own food or I can make my own dirt or, you know, produce soil that's healthy and without pesticides and it's practically free. So, um, so I just started, it started with a bunch of questions and and I started to look for answers, and as I was looking for answers, I found other programs uh, that's, that are using gardening to, to help children and at-risk children and, and, you know, kids with special needs and that need therapy and, and for spiritual health and all that stuff. So, uh, you know, there's just so many positives about a garden that I just couldn't help to pursue it even further. And, and I began to talk to people, uh, community people, uh, spoke to the council member for my district and for the Jose Castaneda and we he was on board and everybody seemed to support it and as I st you know started talking to more people <laughs> um, everybody was really positive about it so then I found these guys and you know Leo I knew him from high school and and he happened to be into into gardening so I asked him here's my idea what do you think with it so we started getting more people involved and and how many people do you have now there's four of us here yeah um, and then uh, the rest of my siblings <laughs> there's just three more of us and then um we have you know support of uh, so you have people. yeah seven, seven active, active yeah you know, oh that yeah, that's freaking cool well, I mean, there was at well, the meeting I went to, you know, there was definitely way more than seven people. Um, and are can people just come in and volunteer if yes. they want to? How how can you go about doing that? Something like that. So um, you'd want to follow us on Facebook. We usually post meetings. Um, we meet like we're meeting this next Friday at Sanborn Starbucks on the side, and uh, we're just gonna chat at eleven thirty, I believe, in the morning. So. We just talk about things that are going on, like, you know, we're applying for grants and we're, you know, here's where we're at with the city and stuff like that. So if you really want to participate, there's that. And then there's also going to be volunteer opportunities in the future. So just getting involved on Facebook and Twitter and sharing our ideas with others is a way to support us without having to, um, you know, come to these meetings, which are not always easy to get to. Or if you work, it's difficult to get to. 
difficult hours. And are you basing this group on, on like another one? Because I know a lot of people sometimes say, oh, they have a successful you know thing in Memphis, Memphis that we, we're doing this off of. Um, are you basing it off of that, something like that, or are you just kind of feeling it out as you go? You know, cause, you know, Salinas is very unique <laughs> in a lot of ways. But are you, are you basing it off of something or just kind of going? We have been just going, you know, doing it as we go, learning as we go, yeah. bouncing ideas off each other as we go. So. That's cool. That's, um, and that the, the garden at Natividad, how far along is that? Is that... <laughs> Am I, 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 don't know. I hope I'm not. <laughs> so, yeah. I think right now uh, we we are we have already acquired the uh, land, correct? We've been approved by the parks. Okay, so we have the property and we have a rough idea of how the garden is going to be uh, set up. So right now we're just looking for grants and uh, figuring out how we're going to build it. That's so cool. That's cool. Yeah, that I mean that park I, I've been for a while like this should be the the centerpiece of, of the salinas park uh department it's i mean it's got everything it's got a skate park it's got trails it's got big uh open grassland it's got barbecue it's it's got an amphitheater yeah it's and a freaking amphitheater and recently i've seen well i have family members that live around there and recently i've seen a lot of people actually volunteering and cleaning up the park so that, that's cool. That's always nice to see, you know, people coming Hell out yeah. and actually helping their community instead of creating the problem. Because you see a lot of people that don't care and just throw everything everywhere. And to see the community come out and actually help out, that's always positive. Yeah, and that's a, I mean, that's the dividing line between the, the you know the north side and the east side, pretty much. And it's like that's ah, such a it could be such a unifying place. I remember when that park opened for a, for a couple of years. They they ran it well. It was always clean. It was well maintained. And then it just grew out. They like, used to have cops on horses. Yeah. yeah. They, had, yeah. they had a maze. They had a maze. I remember they so had a maze that you cool. could walk through and stuff yeah. like that. All that, that is so gone. Cool. So uh, I'm happy that you guys are out there trying yeah, to bring this, exactly. this park back. It, that, that, yeah, the park needs it, man. Um, but yeah, that, that's cool. I'm, that's good to hear. I'm trying to think of other stuff. I'm like, I don't want to get all, all, all into the. Well, you you don't you do work with Alba or was that you that had a, a farm or a garden? Oh, no, or, me. You do? Yeah. Oh, you have. Um, how is that? I mean, or tell, let people know about Alba because I know about it, but I don't know if people. Uh, ex- explain yeah. a little bit about what it is. Uh, basically, it's a program that like helps you kickstart uh, your career as a farmer. Basically, so if you have like no experience. Um, They'll uh, teach you the basics of, like, soil and plants, and they, uh, if you go through their program, their program's, like, six months, um, there's, like, five different sections to it, and if you complete all of them, you'll be able to acquire some land at the end of uh, the program. So, land goes from quarter acre to half acre, and if, like, you're really, really good, and you show, like, consistency and perseverance, like, they'll give you an acre. But that's, like, Damn. super rare. Like, yeah. you have to have, like, um, some sort of experience. And so uh, I'm uh, I'm working with a, an organic farmer out there right now, and I've been attending uh, to, like, a five-acre plot. So it's uh, it's been uh, a lot of... Uh, 
of experience like just doing that and it's yeah. uh, it's a lot of fun it's just like uh it's it's just never ending like just there's constant work especially in organics because you can't use like pesticides obviously yeah. you know? so like there's like weeding is never ending and it's just it's cool it's cool so um yeah that's that's basically what alba is it's just a kickstarter program to help you uh start your organic farm yeah i mean that again when i when i first heard about that program several years ago i was like what the hell like this is this is real this is this is such a cool thing how come you know everybody doesn't know about this but yeah that's cool that um so you have five acre plot that that you manage or that you tend to yeah well it's uh this guy uh i work under uh stevie hall for uh hall organics and yeah. uh i go out there every day and work about four hours and you know it's uh that's part of like the uh ag program at hartnell though i'm doing that through that oh program. okay yeah, oh that so, that's cool yeah yeah so i'm like getting credits for it yeah so it's uh it's not just like that's good. Yeah, that's real it's hands not on. That you want to be there. It's that you have to be. There. <laughs> well, yeah, but, well, you know, but it's it, fun. It's it's starting to be like I just want to be there. Like it's yeah. it's a lot of fun. And well, I mean, this might you might not know this, but how does he sell it? Does he like sell it through farmers markets or? Well, uh, Alba has its own like uh, marketing team. Yeah. So if you want to, you could just sell it through Alba and not worry about like the hassle of like selling your product and you can just concentrate on like growing yeah uh but if you have your own like uh, people you know you could you could sell it to restaurants if you wanted to like um i don't know whatever um, and uh, again this might be another question you might not but how does that work because i've thought i've thought it like do you have to be certified to be a farmer like how does a restaurant know? Like, can I just go and say, hey, dude, I grow a bunch of lettuce? No, you do need a certification. The certification oh, Alba gets it, <laughs> gets it through. It's I need a, it, dude. It's yeah. a CCOF. And, uh, you know, you just go through some of their regulations and you get your cert and you're, you're good to do that. But you have to, like, have some sort of certification. Okay. To be a, just a farmer, like not even organic, just just to be a farmer. Uh, I'm not sure about that, oh, okay. but I know for organics, it. it oh, okay. It is, yeah, because yeah, I'm wondering, like, again, what if you just have a bunch of strawberries? <laughs> like, yeah. Can I just unload these at a farmer's market at one <laughs> one weekend? You know, yeah. make some money instead Throw of a bunch just, of corn in your backyard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just be like, look, or no, do you have people? Because it'd be like, yeah, I could sell you cheap lettuce, but what if you get everybody sick? You know, and it's like. It's not a certified farmer. And I was like, what the? I don't know how to. Do you have to get certified? Is that a thing? Do they have um, conferences and stuff? i got to figure that out. I want to figure that out. Um, I've got to go to some farmer's market. Say, where's your paperwork? <laughs> <laughs> and if they freak out, I'll know, okay, you need paperwork. And if they don't, I'll be like, I'm going to sell my strawberries. Well, like for farmer's <laughs> markets, uh, they have uh, the CCOF sign like on their stand. Like, it'll... It, they have to display that. What's CCOF stand for? Oh man! Oh shit! Sorry, I, I didn't mean. I didn't mean to do that. I thought you know, California. Okay. You know the C and the O. Yeah, they probably are certified organic. The F and the C are up yeah, for debate. So California <laughs> certified organic farmer. I think. I don't, I don't know. Man. Right. It means you grow good food. Okay. Oh yeah, that that's freaking cool. 
So I'm going to sell my strawberries. <laughs> That's what I heard. I, I'm selling them. Do you do you have any special... Um, is there any plant that you prefer growing more than the other? Because I know I, I... Well, I do. I have I love to... I like growing tomatoes better than anything. Um, I know that sounds like a nerd. I love gardening. Though. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, corn corn because uh, it's just really easy is it yeah. i can't never my, i haven't uh, dude i can't i suck i i can't get more than a four inch corn that looks like it didn't do it <laughs> and it's like they got to be together and they got to i don't know i that's crazy i've never gotten corn i've been like four times in my life have one not one corn i can't do it uh, uh i don't know i guess what's I your have, corn secret man i, I had, uh, <laughs> had luck my uh, Here, have some my grandpa taught me a bit, so. Um, oh, yeah. Does, does he do, like, uh, old school Mexican thing that dig a hole, throw a fish in there? Uh, no. Oh, what? No, I, I do that. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Fish is good. Fish emulsion. Um, or, that, that's what I was going to get into. Does Alba do any kind of, like, indoor teaching, like, greenhouse? Uh, they don't or do, all that? they don't do, uh, they don't teach a green greenhouses but uh they do have greenhouses there but uh, like the story i hear from that is like some dude uh rents them out and uh he has like solid customers so that's kind of like why alba like is letting him do that oh okay. yeah so um yeah but they, they don't they don't teach greenhouses which would be cool yeah hell yeah because around here um with our climate Greenhouse, you can grow twelve months a year easily. Yeah, know? I mean our climate's already pretty good. So yeah, yeah. When there's drought, you can grow. You can grow twelve months a year. <laughs> it's so it's so. Cool. I was thinking, I was like, dude, can I, I'm gonna grow tomato. I'm gonna start my tomatoes now. Yeah, you should. Uh, yeah, it's not gonna freeze. I'm gonna grow my own uh, San Marzanos because I'm I'm making my own pizza, and I want to grow my own tomatoes to make my own sauce. They're like six dollars for twenty-four ounces at the store. They're freaking expensive. Yeah, because they're from Italy. I'm like that's so stupid. <laughs> that's so stupid. Italian tomatoes. No, grow them in Fresno. I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. It's still gonna make the same product. Um, yeah, but I was thinking, I was like, dude, I, I can, I can start now. Forget these East Coast people. It's snowing in like Dallas. And yeah. so, like, dude, sorry, come to California. Today was crazy though. Did you see that like big clouds? It was lightning all over the place. What the fuck was that all about? People, yeah, all those climate change deniers and all that. Like, come on, it's not the same anymore. It's not. There's some weird storms. There's dirt. It's like uh, Wizard of Oz storms. I never used to get that in California. It used to be cold and rainy for like a week, and then it would stop. Now you have these fucking clouds that look like they're forty miles tall. You know. They're scary. I don't want them. Go back to Kansas. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, how can you not deny that? Well, climate change deniers. Freaking people. Um, I'm trying to think. So what's next? What's next on the agenda for the for the luggers? You guys are trying to get the grants. How how is that? Who's doing your your freaking submitting the paperwork? I know that that sucks. The grant writing and all that. It's actually not too bad. Sure. What it did you go to college? That that sounds dumb. Did you okay? What'd you study? (laughs) Um, I'm going to college actually to to be a math teacher. 
What? And you enjoy writing? Well, grant writing is, I'm, is, I guess I'm just okay at it. I mean, I don't like do it all the time. <laughs> we'll see based on how, if you get the grants yes, or not. Yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so you're going to go for a math, to be a math teacher for kids or? Yes, for middle school. Middle school okay. Oh, man, that's, that's crazy age. Um, math. That, so are you like a math wizard? Uh, not particularly. I think uh, math is more like, I like the con- conceptual math. I mean, you know, math is everything. If you're doing math all the time, problem solving, estimation, yeah. all that stuff. And, and, you know, sometimes in the class, like, you don't learn that you're doing it all the time. So I think it's important if you bring math out into the garden, you know, it's like, oh, we're measuring things. We're, you know, planting 25 seeds and it's going to produce, you know, 100 tomatoes or that that how much are we going to get at the end of the season you know stuff like that like yeah that no that that that's that's so cool i that's a great concept because i think a lot of times people you know um people forget that everything that we build as humans is something that we learned from nature you know people sometimes go out into nature and like oh how did that tree end up in that shape or something you know and it's like, well, it's just naturally stronger shape. You know, people figured that out, and that's why we do it. Um, so that that I think that's cool. You know, teaching math through through uh, gardening. You know, they can especially like geometry type things. And kids can start relating. Like, wait, okay, this is all this is all connected. You know, all this again, math and how to do, how does addition, you know, and growing wheat have to you know. How do they relate? And then you can show them this way. Yeah, that, that's a cool concept. I like that idea. Um, do you plan on incorporating gardening into your, if you ever become a math teacher? Yes. Have yes, like a little. Of course. Um, with the learning lab, that's kind of like where we want to go with everything and, and invite teachers to come in and bring their classes. And, oh, and, okay. You know, sit down with them and show them. Like, you know, you, I mean, you can teach so many things in the garden. You can teach history, yeah. biology, science, you know, environment. Sustainability. I mean, if you it, just okay. Oh, <laughs> no, no. I I was gonna say yeah. No, it, it, you really can because uh, yeah, it, you're growing your own food. Um, Cujo brought it up actually at one point when I was. He has a, a what? I'm just saying hi. Uh, <laughs> a, a plot in um in his backyard, just a square, and I was like, dude, that gets so much sun throughout. You know, I've been to his house. You know, enough to like, dude, that's the spot for a garden. And yeah, and I was telling him you, you could you know, grow onions and broccoli or whatever. And then I don't know. I know he didn't mean to, but he was like, and then I don't have to pay for it. And and it's a it's such it's such a simple thought, but it's like yeah, you get so used to the oh well, I'm a I'm gonna make tacos. I need a you know I need a, a lettuce head to to chop up. And you go down to the store and buy it, and you don't really think what. The effort that actually took, you know, to get into your car and the gas that you wasted and and how dangerous it is to drive, you know, and the cost of everything to get that lettuce head to that store, you know, that that in itself, another person drove and every, all that that was involved. Or you could just go to your backyard and chop one of your lettuces and and yeah, and, and, and forget all that. And you really do save a lot of money and, and you feel good. Um, but yeah, and, and again, I, I, it's important to teach it at a young age, because it amazes me so much when um, I I'll grow some peppers or something and I'll take them into work. People, oh, where'd you get those? Like I grew them. I'm like, what? How'd you do that? Like, 
<laughs> just water it every other day. Like nature does the rest. You know, it's like you don't. You're not this magician just because food comes in a sealed bag. Mostly nowadays, doesn't mean that it, it's this special skill. And it's crazy that we don't teach it more because we live in Salinas. Like it's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that, that's the big thing is um, a lot of the most unhealthiest people are also the poorest people. So, and, it, and, and again, I, I don't know. I, I don't travel enough to know how expensive uh, these, the produce that we grow in this valley is around the country because it's so cheap here. But um, I, can, I can just picture it being expensive. Um, but it doesn't have to be. A packet of seeds is not more than a couple of bucks, and you'll have a bunch. You know, you'll have more than enough with that packet of seeds. Plus, the plant itself makes more seeds. <laughs> you know, it makes more seeds once you grow it. So, it, it's very sustainable, and and it, yeah, you don't have to try to get uh, the government to fund more. You know, social programs to to try to help people get food. It's like no, man. Just give them a bucket of water and some seeds, <laughs> and, and you know, and they—that's all they need. Um, but also, and uh, I mean, speaking of that, sometimes the legislation as well in this country makes it, you know, yeah, you you can't grow, you can't grow food in an empty lot. Like they much they much rather have a, a chain link fence and stuff, you know. Just rotting away, and I mean, I'm not saying that this is Salinas um, per se, but I, I've I've seen stories around the country of that, and it's, it's amazing. Like, how do we legislate food growing? Like, I don't know. Everybody should be able to do it, and if you don't have the land to do it, you should. The city should find that space and say, "Hey, every neighborhood, just like we we're saying, every neighborhood." Ha we were saying, I was saying, I'm not. <laughs> I was saying that. Um, Every, every new neighborhood has to have um, inclusionary housing or below market rate housing, whatever you want to call it. Um, why doesn't every neighborhood have to have a section also for a garden, for a community garden? You know, take one of those housing lots and, yeah, instead of 400 houses, you're putting 399. And on that lot that that 400 house was going to be, everybody, uh, you know, chips in and, and that's where the community grows their vegetables. Um, yeah, but instead we legislate it out. We make it more complicated to do that. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. It just, it, it really makes it seem like it's for the corporations, you know. It's, it's, and fuck, it's food, man. It's food. Americans are dying of health related diseases at a crazy rate. And we, we're, we're regulating the way people try to get fresh food. That's amazing. Um, but yeah, so that's why I like what you're doing. And I mean, I know it's seven people that is really reaches a lot more, you know, and does a lot more. And people, people are gonna are gonna catch on to what you're doing. I mean, what you guys are doing is awesome. Um, and I, I don't know, I, you go to San Jose and you see these community gardens all the time, and they're so cool. They're so awesome. Um, well, actually, the the only one I've seen here in Salinas is. Uh it was a public garden down Alvin. I don't know if you guys ever seen that. But now I, I went by there yesterday, and it's like it grew out. It's just neglected, yeah. I guess. I don't know what happened there. Do you guys know what happened or who's actually doing those? I believe that one of the churches nearby owns that property. 
Oh, the, it, it's down the street from there, right? Yeah. I, I think it's adjacent to the church. Yeah, seven, is it? There's a few churches on that block. Yeah. Like what happened there? That that's I, that's a, that's a there's a story know. behind that. Yeah. But churches. Yeah, but there was a public garden there, and it I mean it was well maintained for a couple of months, but then it just I don't know what the happened. One in China. There's one in Chinatown that's really oh, nice yeah, as well. That, that one. Yeah, but that's the issue and and they they have a lot more access to funding. I mean, they do. Yeah. Actually, they're they're not like super funded or anything like that. They no. Yeah. But they get a lot of volunteers. Yes. They, get, they, they have a lot of. I know uh, CSUMB comes over here and actually works on that garden. They they had an open house one time and they didn't know anything about worm casings. Yo, you remember that? Oh, I remember so we were there. Yeah. <laughs> like you, I wanted to be like, "Where's your professor? I'm ratting you out right now!" Like, dude, that's you should know about that. You're holding a jar of it. Um. Yeah, but that's a that's a really nice one. Um. I not anymore. I I used to. Um, I used to have a company that actually sold. I I there was a guy in Hollister that had an old winery that um, I'm, I don't know if they have it in Monterey County, but in San Benito County, all the farmers have to have a plan of what they're going to do with all the their animals' poop. Um, so what he would do is he would like you had a goat farm, so he would go over there and say, "Well, give me all. I mean, I'm a." I'm going to take all your goat poop and, you know, I'm going to haul it away. And that's what you're going to tell the county. And so that that helped the farmers out because, you know, that got them out of that. And then he would let the the poop compost on his, on that old winery. And then he'd let he had the he was such an interesting old man. His, his name was Sparky. That's all you, you know. His name was Sparky. So I'll tell you a lot. Um and yeah, every like he would let the horse poop compost for a certain time, the cow for a certain time, and every single one he had, he, he knew how much. And then when it was ready, he would mix it all together in a certain combination as well. And then in the old um, like storage shed for the the wine barrels, he had these huge uh, like troughs of of shit, I guess, or compost. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what he would do is he would put a pile down and then put the worms in there and let them eat, you know, for three or four months. And then he would put another pile next to it and they would, you know, they'd move over because their casings are kill them. You know, they're poison to them. So they naturally move away from it. So then he'd end up with these windrows of just pure castings that, and that, you know, eventually when they got long enough, he would just harvest the ends. And he, it was the best case. It was, it was this crazy stuff. I mean, the guy was like a nerd. He would sit there and talk to the worms. Like the guy, he was such an interesting guy. Um, but he was really into it, and it was the greatest stuff. So I, I would sell some of it for a while because he was, he was, he would rather be out there talking to his worms than selling it. Um, so yeah, so after that, I stopped selling it. Then I would, I did have my own worm bin and all that, but I. I haven't for a while. I want to because we created a lot of paper waste at work, and they love eating paper. So I kind of want to get rid of it that way. So long story or long answer. Um, yes. No. <laughs> no. No, I don't do it anymore. I the fifth. I don't do it anymore. No, but it's so interesting. It's worm poop, and it's so great for your garden. And um, 
Well, I remember when you were doing the worm cast, casting things, and yeah. you had the the garden above the what was it, the hydroponic garden? Above yeah. The, aqua, do you know? Are you familiar with aquaponics? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Aqua. I um, at Collier Feed because my stepdad is Tom, the owner. Um, they had a 150 gallon uh, yes. fish tank, I believe, and then I put a, a tray on top with you know. Most, I think it was mostly worm castings and some sand, and then I grew plants there. I, I had a, a eight eight light uh, setup, and I just I had a fill a uh, pump on a timer that would come on twice a day, and I had channel catfish in there because again because of the because of Collier I was able to use their their suppliers so I bought some channel catfish, and those things are awesome. First of all, like people should get them as pets. They're so smart. Um, and yeah, so that's what I would do. I, I had the, the channel cats in the 150 gallon fish tank and it would, it would filter and I didn't have any filters on it, any, uh, mecha- mechanical filters by, by, you know, yeah. no carbon and it never got dirty. It yeah. never got dirty. It finally got dirty when, when I, I finally took out the garden and it stopped circulating within a week. It was just full of dirty. algae because yeah. I mean, catfish are dirty animals. Um, but yeah, and I, that's when I was like, I was sold on, on aquaponics. I was like, dude, I, I didn't do anything. I, this one, I literally didn't even water. I just walked it and I just saw it and like, well, that's cool. <laughs> and it grew so nicely. Uh, um, and so quickly, man. Uh, yeah. I remember the pepper you had, it went like really, in a, in a matter of weeks, it was like. Yeah. Really yeah. And it's amazing. Cause you always hear the stories of, oh, why aquaponics or, or, um, hydroponics or any of these kind of new age ways aren't happening in the in the states. They like to say, "Oh, it's just it's not as productive as you know the chemical farming." And it's like, no, the, dude, I I've done it. I've done it myself. And I again, I'm not a green thumb. I'm not a master gardener, and I got amazing results. Like, no, it's again, you're full of shit. It's, it's the again, I'm not a conspiracy person or anything but it just makes you wonder like dude you keep saying this is what you're saying you know i don't know who paid you or who you are but the results that i'm getting are not they're not in line then you see all the i mean japan can somehow grow so much vegetables we're using these new age techniques using leds indoors and all this and in the states we don't even hear about it it's like magic it's like are you kidding are you are you kidding yeah, but anyway, I I love what you're doing, and and good luck with it, cause that that's awesome. I like plants, and how do people in Salinas not know about freaking gardening? Um, but yeah, you guys are you guys are helping get there. Yeah. That's strange, man. That that a lot of people aren't into gardening around here. But I guess it goes along with uh, like uh, gardening being associated with a uh, field work. Yeah, so a lot of people try or are ashamed of it, you know, and they try to stay away from it. And, I mean, if a lot of people actually looked into it, they could see that they could actually help the community that well, like you guys are doing. Yeah, there. I think around here that there is a big stigma, you know, when when you say that you enjoy gardening. Like, dude, you're a Mexican from Salinas. Yeah. Oh, you're a farmer? <laughs> you can't. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a surprise. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, then and that's what sucks because I think that does push a lot of people away because it's so freaking cool, it's so cool. The plants are are alive and they feed you. Um, but yeah, again, I, you guys are helping uh, uh, break down those walls and helping show people. 
Yeah. And yeah. And no. I got nothing to say. <laughs> no, I have nothing to say. I, I, but yeah, well, just just keep doing it. I mean, and if we could help in in any way, just you know, we'll keep. Yeah, in hell touch. yeah. yeah we'll Again, keep in that, touch. that's one thing I I want to get better at is uh, you know, keeping in touch with our guests because I mean, we don't have you on here just to say, oh, we had a guest. We really enjoy what you're doing, and and yeah, we we want to help you. And so yeah, so anyway, we can help. Just you know, keep us in the loop. Let us know. And I mean, we. If you guys need volunteers or anything, we could always use this as a method of getting getting. Yeah, Pozole has a lot of time that he can that he would like to take out. <laughs> I do, I do have time. Yeah, I, do I volunteer mean, work. people out there. Ha- I mean, somebody out there has time, and but more people are listening, and more people are getting feedback, and yeah. So hopefully, we can motivate some of you. You know, go go find go find yeah. the luggers. Yeah, I mean some. Yeah, that, that yeah. Let us know. Yeah. That'll be exciting. I mean, I mean, and we could talk about it here. And there has to be somebody listening that likes gardening as much as you guys. Somebody has to. Does. Yeah. So, go get somebody out there. Yeah, I mean, I I I'm excited for it. I I keep picturing the park. I, I want it. I I want it to happen. I I I want it to happen. Um, you, you know, I enjoy it, but I, I I want it to to be there. That park needs that. Um, it's got a damn frisbee golf course. Like it should have a freaking yeah. garden, yes. dude. I, I don't know how like we talk talked about it before, but every time I go by there, there's people playing frisbee golf. Yeah, it's Leroy most of the yeah, time. yeah, most of the time it is Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> that dude, oh my, he posts pictures on Instagram. Do any of you guys seventy six today? Any of you guys go out there and play frisbee golf? Uh, no, not yet. But I played frisbee golf. It's a lot of fun. Dude, it, you, sh- you guys should try it. Yeah, it's do fun. It. Just don't post it on Instagram. <laughs> or do. Uh, no, <laughs> so, don't. So Leroy, I was done. Oh, he posts pictures like he's freaking Tiger Woods. Like, <laughs> I had good form today. I had good form. Like, he's a Tiger Woods uh, Frisbee golf, dude. You're you're flying a piece of plastic, dude. You're That's like the broest donor event you can, you can fucking do. Like it's just Matthew McConaughey shirtless on the beach. That's what he's doing. What? That's what I picture. <laughs> what? Just like, <laughs> just yeah, just picture, just blankness. I don't know, but it does seem like fun. It is. I mean, I always see people out there, so it has to be fun. I haven't, I haven't played it, but yeah, don't not do it if you're already doing it. I know. Don't, don't listen, stop. Don't listen. Continue. Doing don't it. stop believing either. <laughs> Journey said that. Um. Anybody got anything else? Anything? Anything? Any of you guys? What do you guys want to talk? You guys? Nothing else you want to talk about? About your personal lives? We cannot talk about the gardeners anymore. <laughs> Tell us what's going on in your personal lives. <laughs> no. Um. Uh, well, you're still. You're still. Everybody's still going to school. Uh. I no. I mean, you work at the school. Does yeah. that count? <laughs> huh. You how's your you're in a band? How's your band thing? It is a very slow process to get everybody together with uh, <laughs> different schedules. What's your band? Uh, <laughs> the band oh. is called Aphasia. We're 
Okay, I was gonna say, don't we say play. Gardens. <laughs> <laughs> no, but hey, there, there, there is a band yeah. called Gardens from yeah. Salinas. Yeah, they've been oh. wanting to come on. That's why I was oh, gonna really? say, yeah, I was just like, oh, dude, you're on. Yeah, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Should have been double guests. Yeah. What kind of music? I've uh, never been good at describing it, but it's pro- it's a mix of, uh, I guess, hardcore and like thrash metal. Cool. Who are your influences? I always wanted to ask that. Holy shit, that's my first time. <laughs> I feel like an MTV VJ. <laughs> so who are your influences? <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> well, what's in nah, your tape? That's the best answer, dude. <laughs> what's uh, what's on your Spotify playlist yeah. right now? That's how you say it. Now? What's on, what's in your CD player? <laughs> I was gonna say again. What's on your tape deck right now? But uh, 2015 words. Um, yeah, what are you listening to right now? Uh, right now, we'll go on your YouTube history. What will it be? Uh, what do you have in your phone right now? I have a flip phone. <laughs> no. Nothing. He's got what's your ringtone? Oh, yeah. What's your ringtone? Polyphonic <laughs> ringtone. It's like lately I've been listening to a lot of like Black Sabbath. That's They're cool. always good. Yeah, that's always um, good. I guess uh, I don't know. You like doom metal? A little bit. Uh, Pentagram School. I saw them last year. I don't, know who, I don't know who that is. I just know doom metal is a, a thing. <laughs> it sounds cool. Doom metal. Like, it sounds so scary. Doom. But it's just like metal that people that smoke weed. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's like slow motion music. I yeah. So then when, it is. When you're stoned, then you're like in space at the show, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. There's a. Uh, the concession stand people at doom shows are like the richest people. <laughs> I bet those bands they they only have like six songs, huh? It's just like twenty-seven minute songs. 27, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, we're going to yeah. we're gonna take a break. We'll be back yeah. <laughs> to finish this song. Yeah. Our whole career. How long is your career? Twenty-seven years. How many songs do you have? Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> like that's so cool. Um, what about you? What do you, what do you do? You've said like uh, four sentences. We set that mic up. You talk. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm new to the area. Oh, what's up? Welcome. Thank you. And Where are you from? Uh, originally from Colorado. Oh, awesome. oh cool. Then, um, Enjoying the low elevations. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. The ocean is beautiful. It's just warm what? here in the middle of winter. Yeah. yeah that's that. not normal. <laughs> that used to not happen all the time. <laughs> What part of Colorado? Boulder. Next to the mountains, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything's so, next to the mountains. <laughs> Denver's next to the mountains, yeah, which I didn't Denver, expect. Right? Like, what the hell? <laughs> but, yeah, I'm into, I, I studied permaculture, and it's kind of, kind of gardening. It's a sustainable way of gardening. It's something we're looking to incorporate in, into the garden, you know. Um, so, you that, that, And that that's permaculture, like setting something up that eventually kind of runs itself. Yeah, permaculture is just kind of a lens of looking at the world and looking at, at gardening. Um, but yeah, definitely, you know, the, the most sustainable way and looking like you were talking about how we mimic natural patterns. Yeah. Um, 
taking the time to look at nature and see the patterns and mimic those. That's cool. So, and how long have you been here? About six months. Now. Was, okay, so that's pretty new. Yeah. That is really new. Holy shit. Yeah. The whole uh, new ecosystem is sweet. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You're like, oh, we can grow most of the year. I'm like, you guys can grow all year. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That that that's the cool thing. We can grow anything here. Um. So, now I'm I'm always curious with new people here because it's like, how'd you end up here? Why are you here? That the reason I'm in this, this space physically now is because of definitely because of Letty because I met you know I was introduced to Letty in this organization and my grandparents live in the area so that's why I live here now is we don't have any other family nearby. So. But that sounds so sad. Kind of a <laughs> it's not sad at all. Yeah. <laughs> but my grandparents are about to celebrate their seventieth anniversary. Damn. Yeah, that's. That's a long so, time. How so did they? I'm definitely blessed to be here. Oh. This is beautiful, beautiful area of California. Yeah, you stay married for seventy years if you live around here. Exactly. <laughs> That's how nice it is. <laughs> they got married in 1945. <laughs> Isn't that when like the war? Yeah. Was? yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what they're celebrating. That's actually kind of cool because then you could say, like, how long ago did the war end? And you'll know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that was about 72 years ago. How do you know? Yeah. So how are you, like, so how are you liking Salinas? Just, like, the uh, whole vibe around? out in Monterey. Oh, really? Um, yeah, you came in so from Monterey? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I, yeah, I commute to Salinas to meet up with these guys. They're worth it. Hell, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I got in, started talking with uh, communities for sustainable Monterey County, and that's how I hooked up with these guys. What is communities for sustainable Monterey County? Do you want to speak to that a little bit? So, uh, communities for sustainable Monterey County is like a large nonprofit organization. They actually have subchapters in the different cities, like Sustainable Marina, Sustainable uh, Salinas, uh, okay. Sustainable. Monterey, PG, Big Sur. They all have like different chapters uh, throughout Monterey County. And they basically want to transition people to a more sustainable living. So one thing Sustainable Salinas is working on is like the plastic bag ban and transitioning us away from plastic bags. Yeah, look at this. Uh, yes, to reusable. man. At these ends, that's so cheap. So that's what that is and we do... Uh, we work with them. They're actually our uh, fiscal sponsor for the, the project, so they support us. And were you involved with them before you started doing this? No, they were actually one of the first people uh, we reached out to to try and get feedback and input about gardening or about gardens. And they have a lot of gardens in Monterey County, but not in Salinas. So they have like Marina, Seaside, and, and everywhere. And I was just dude, why is Again, yeah. I don't. I, that, I don't get Mind that. <laughs> yeah, we're the biggest city around here, and we lack all this normal stuff that everybody has. Mm-hmm. But anyway, well, again, that's why we want you know we wanted to have you on here because we want to show people well, there is actually people that are fighting to make a difference and to change those things. You know, people think, oh, Salinas just is and will always be. And it's like no, there's people that are trying to make a difference that. 
you know, that are out there. And we're we're glad that we actually get get to showcase that and, you know, get get to to let people know about it. I mean, several times again here at the pub, people come up and they're like, wow, I never realized it's actually pretty cool around here. And it's like, oh, my God, like we just wanted one person when we started this to say that. And now it's now it's becoming a common thing. So, yeah. So hopefully more more people see, you know, not only is it changing, but I mean, well, it is changing and you can reach out to people like you. You guys are approachable. You guys, you know, you're not locked up in some corporate office, you know, that you have to go through all these secretaries and all this stuff to get an appointment with you. You could just tweet you guys, and, you know. Yeah. So anybody can get involved and I'm sure you guys will take, you know, any help. Well, most help. I'm sure you don't want not just any help. You opening up the door to some crazy stuff there. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure you'll take most of the help that that people are are willing to offer. And and yeah, that I, I I'm excited. Uh, you know, I'm excited that I met you at such an early phase in the in you know what you guys are trying to do. So I can see, you know, when it does grow up to be like, dude, I, this is cool. Like you know. We can be there through the whole process. As you guys are taking steps, we'll let people know, and you know people will follow along. So yeah, so again, good luck with that. So now we know everybody's story. <laughs> was your story, Kuja? I was born and raised, <laughs> and now I'm here. So, yeah. It's amazing how many people are, you know, born, born raised and raised, and, and stay, never leave. yeah, <laughs> never leave, and they stay here, yeah. Yeah, the the that's the coolest thing because I mean I don't know you guys, but a lot of us are first generation, you know, born here. So and now, now the generation below us is is getting to middle school, high school age, and it's like, dude, you guys are gonna freaking annihilate. You guys are so smart. You guys don't even know you were raised in this culture. We like you know all of us. Well, except for Cujo, he, you know, metal is in his blood. <laughs> But, you know, most of us, like, our, you know, parents thought that was, like, devil music and stuff. <laughs> and I guess that's m most people's parents. But I guess, again, if you're raised with, the, uh, you know, parents that grew up listening to Led Zeppelin and stuff, they're more likely to to think that way. But, yeah, it was a culture shock. So we kind of had to figure it out on our own. But the generation behind us was born and raised in it. They're going to they're gonna smash they're gonna be. They're gonna be. Yeah, I was at the Alvarez uh, high, the soccer game, and these like eight, nine year old girls selling chocolate, and they were going back and forth from English to Spanish, just like, like, easily. And it's like, damn, you guys, you're gonna be so in demand when you grow up. Like, you're gonna have any job that you freaking want. We gotta, we gotta tell people that. Like, tell the kids that. Like, you can have any job you want. I didn't even buy chocolate off. <laughs> <laughs> Man. I just thought about it in my head. Well, I had a five dollar bill, and I, was, I don't know if they had change, and I didn't want to be like, dude, I don't, I don't. I was gonna end up with five chocolates, and I didn't even want one. I was gonna be that guy, and then I give them away, and people look weird at you when you give away chocolate. Here, have a chocolate. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I don't eat sugar. Yeah. Well, I don't want them. Just the. But yeah, yeah, we, we that is true. Again, I'm sorry for kind of derailing your thing, but yeah, that's another thing is we gotta let them know, and and that's. Yeah, because like I say, I, I gave up on Salinas when I was in high school. You know, I just thought it was like, fuck, we're, we're just, we're all losers, you know, because of that's what they say about our town. Um, so, no, we got to show them, you know, there there is a, it doesn't matter what people say, you know, they can, 
they can go as far as they want, and they actually have an advantage. That's another. That's one thing that you actually have an advantage because not just Mexico speaks Spanish. It's a freaking. It's a worldwide language. Um. So yeah, that they are at a, truly an, at an advantage, and they should plant freaking plants. <laughs> it's always. It's so hard to say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, yeah. Um, so yeah, I we we've been talking for an hour and sixteen minutes. Pretty good. Every it's so amazing that every time we start a conversation because I mean we're we didn't rehearse this or anything, you know. We and we barely know each other. Um, so you always think, oh, I hope we could do a half an hour. Oh, we least, an hour and sixteen. Yeah. We're at an hour and sixteen. Yeah, we can't do less than an hour. It's crazy. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I mean, before we wrap it up, I just want to say thank, thank you for doing this. You know, th- thanks for coming on. I know it's kind of weird, you know, podcast. Um, but yeah, and uh, th- thanks for doing it for Salinas as well. I'm, I mean, we don't speak for the whole town, but we were from here and we love it. And, mm-hmm. and we love that there's people doing stuff like this. And yeah, and again, good luck and, and keep us updated and let us know how we can help. We, you know, we want to be involved in, in whatever. Yeah, if you have. Step. If you have events that you want you want us to let people know about, just let us know, you know. Send us an email, text message, what have you. But just let us know, and we'll put it on here, and hopefully we'll get somebody out there. Yeah, hell yeah. Before we go, can we throw a shout-out to Blue Aces Bakery? Yeah, who have we? had a macaroon. Who, who liked it? Who yeah. liked it? Dude, I had, I had one of those have in there. We? That's true. We didn't we, bring it up at all. We didn't bring it up at all. Damn it, I wanted to. Um, yeah, but anyway, yeah, let's you know bring that up. Blue Aces Bakery or Bake Shop. S H O P P E too fancy. I asked you, I wrote it down. Canadian style. <laughs> um, but that's a new bakery that's gonna open up um, on Gabaland Street here. If you're familiar where we are, down the block. Uh, next door to Gold Leafs, uh, the tea place. Oh, yeah. yeah go say cool. go say what up to Terry. Buy some yeah, teas yeah. from her. Always great to go in there. Um, yeah, I mean Gabaland Street is well. Th- this whole one hundred block is is really is really changing. Um, it, it's really it's getting really nice. Um, she did a thirty thousand dollar Kickstarter campaign that. That was fully funded. That, that was crazy. Thirty grand? How'd you convince people to do that? But what for? For her? For her tea shop? For the her bakery. bakery? Oh, for the bakery. They're yeah, own. the bakery is fun. It was funded through Kickstarter, um, which is cool. That's another see, uh, very modern thing that you know. Salinas is is there's businesses uh, being started here now that are being funded through Kickstarter, and Blue Aces Bake Shop is one of them. And we've been eating her macaroons um, for since. Yesterday, celebrating Steinbeck's birthday. That's why they're grape. You know, they were grape. That's for the grapes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's what she meant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Grapes are rats. Grapes are rats. Yeah. Cool. Um. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to to them and, and and good luck. I mean, well, tasting the macaroons. Yeah. You're going. Are. You're going the right way. Yeah. yeah. They don't need the good luck. Yeah. Baking like that. Yeah, and it's cool because I mean, there's there's a there's enough Mexican bakeries in Salinas, and there's some damn good ones. Oh, definitely. Um, but it, it's cool to have these different style bakeries. It'd be nice to have a real French bakery, 
But but yeah, th- this is cool. Um, so yeah, so good luck. And again, I think she was saying they're shooting for an April opening date. Um, just keep following us on the Facebook page and on on the Twitter, and we'll let you know. Damn, I still can't believe we hit 500 freaking likes. <laughs> That's crazy. Thanks to everybody, dude. That yeah, that liked it. I, I never thought we were gonna re- even reach 200, 300. I yeah, I'm not. No, 100 would have been amazing. You know who was the 500th one? Who? Alice Al High. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So whoever runs their Facebook page, thanks, y'all. You're number 500. We appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Well, I was going to update the Alvarez and, and Alice Al both lost um, <laughs> in the playoffs. Uh, yeah. Just I'll sneak that in at the end because it's going to it's kind of sad. I'll put it up on the blog. Go to soccer dot com and read yeah. about that there. Um, but damn, that sucks. Yeah, it's really nice to have another championship. Mm-hmm. But oh well, Good can't win them all. Lasted, right? Yeah. Yeah, they'll, they'll be they'll be back next year. They, I mean, uh, Coach Narrows and Coach Luking will have their players ready. Next year's going to be, and it's a, they. Oh, the there's a, a under nineteen squad playing in North North Cal Premier League from Salinas, so the players are going to get better. And again, go to SalinasSucker.com and I'll be ta- I'll talk about it there. Hell yeah. It's going to be so, so again, cool. Like us, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, follow on Twitter. I don't know what you do on Instagram. Uh, but you all... I don't you know. like? It's a like. You heart. Yeah, yeah if we have double tap pictures, that'll like it. I know that. Follow us. If you follow us, we're going to follow you back. And if you have that stupid that you have to approve it, Freaking approve it. <laughs> you freaking weirdo following us. <laughs> yeah. And um, be careful with your filter usage. <laughs> Valencia for life, son. <laughs> 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 and do you guys watch Broad City by any chance? Okay. Broad City, dude. Hashtag yeah. FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> You turn something off. But anyway, well, yeah, I, I can go on for hours with stupid shit like that. But let's just end this because, oh, it's 930. Ooh. It got quiet. Yeah, I think. Uh, something might have turned off, so we're going to 